Welcome to the Lojo Show. It's all right. I'll get better at it. Did I just say it? There is no monopoly on good ideas when it comes to cybersecurity. Welcome to the Lojo Show, the show where we talk about everything cybersecurity. This show is for the enthusiasts, it's also for the professionals, and for you, the personal consumers that are always affected as far as from cybersecurity, IT, and all the other things that you do in life that have something to do with either your cell phone or your computer. So I started in cybersecurity 21 years ago. Basically, when I was in college, uh, I became a Unix system security administrator. Uh, from there, I went on to work with a number of companies that did things like antivirus as well as um, network security devices, enterprise managers, and stuff too. Uh, from that, I went into the consulting business, into cybersecurity consulting. Now, at the time, it was just called computer security and information security, and then involved into things like information assurance. And this is where we worked with different military and federal government agencies uh, to really look at how we apply security controls, security technologies, and really the overall orchestration of security within the organization. These are things also that we concentrated on as well, um, you know, during that time, concentrated on really how do you actually get a computer, harden that computer against some of the most known vulnerabilities, and then test that and be able to show that that testing and stuff too provides a level of assurance to the users as well as to the customer that you can secure their information. Then, uh, as I transitioned, I began the transition into doing my own business, my own company, um, and that is uh, BlackRock Engineering and Technology. At the time, it was just Overture Consulting Services, LLC. All right, so BlackRock Engineering and Technology. So the, the company itself uh, really was started in 2002 um, when I was very young and did not exactly know how to run a company. All right. I started the company, I registered the company, I did all these, you know, all the, all the, all the little things and work to get it registered. And then I, I still remember, I was in my parents' house, right, in the room over the garage. And I remember finished, finishing all my registration and stuff and getting that all back in the mail. And then the next step was, okay, now what do I do? What I realized is that I just did not have any basic skills that were useful for someone to buy from me independently. I had no past performance, really. Um, did not know how to get people to buy <laughs> as far as the services, right? And at the end of the day, I really didn't have any type of um, value proposition that folks were thinking about at the time, right? Um, so that's where I said, okay, maybe I need to go into industry and learn a little bit more about how to, uh, one, uh, what customers are looking for, uh, two, uh, how to really run a company fundamentally, you know, both from a financial standpoint as well as from formulating the business services and what we can provide, and then two, getting the right people in place to help. Because by all means, there's certain things I'm good at and there's certain things I'm not good at. So I did. I had to go back into industry and work uh, work within this industry. Um, I did take a little bit of a hiatus from the industry from 2005 to 2009, uh, and in which case I was working and doing things like financial advising and stuff with uh, uh, some of the brokerages and stuff in the area. I always had an interest in that area. But at the end of the day, when I looked at what is it that I really wanted to do, it was uh, be involved in technology, be involved in uh, cybersecurity, and so out of that came BlackRock Engineering and Technology. 
with that, um, I was still doing a lot of the work myself. Um, so yeah, during that period, I would do things like set up people's you know wireless routers, and then I started getting commercial customers, uh, commercial customers that wanted to uh, improve their information to security and information assurance uh, for reasons of being able to compete for uh, being able to compete for contracts within the federal government. So that's where I did a lot of work and got a lot of exposure. This is where I was exposed to things like. Uh, uh, energy stuff like microgrid and security for the power grid, uh, as well as for uh, high reliability systems and stuff too for space, space and launch uh, capabilities here at uh, Cape Canaveral, as well as at Vandenberg Air Force Base. And uh, as that time, I, as I continued to work in that as in the, independently, I was brought on board as far as some large companies uh, to be a cybersecurity director, an information assurance manager, as well as a, uh, information assurance technical director. Um, with that access, I've worked in areas as far as providing services, again, to some of the largest companies in the world. Uh, I then transitioned to one of the big four firms and worked with them for about five years. And uh, in that case, I got a huge amount of experience and stuff within that. You know, one of the things that was very clear, you know, within that area is that cybersecurity is very overarching. It, it is vast, not only in the technology, but also even the business processes and stuff, too, that really support that. So in working in that industry for five years, um, or in that particular marketplace for five years, I was exposed to many different use cases and different stories as well from cybersecurity and different applications on how you do it, right? Uh, how do you do it with a streamlined budget? How do you do it with a very, very robust budget, especially one that's built out of a response or reaction of an organization that may have gone through a large breach? and have gone into monitoring and stuff too from a federal government standpoint or even from its key customers. So with those experiences there, uh, been exposed to many different things as far as organizations prior to a breach, after a breach, um, looking at how you actually put in the mechanisms, how do you hire, and you know eventually as well, uh, how do you sustain that type of operation? And again, look at ways in which you not only get return on investment, but more importantly, that you are really addressing the biggest risk of the organizations as you uh, solve your cybersecurity capability or solve your cybersecurity um, uh, threats. So that in a nutshell kind of encompasses my 20 years and now as far as with working with BlackRock Engineering and Technology and coming back to my company here, uh, it's now to look at how we lead this really into the you know, into the next decade here, really working as far as within cybersecurity and helping organizations really solve their biggest problems. Uh, with that, I took kind of my favorite areas that I like, right? Um, both cybersecurity, cloud, um, the cloud, cloud security areas within that, uh, things like government and trade compliance or global trade compliance. These are areas that I really am very interested in because of the different products and the different services that are offered and the way that they're offered electronically now. Uh, which does, it creates kind of a big puzzle of regulatory and compliance. But then in addition to that, these are also areas that you have to think about for things like supply chain security, uh, as well as um, uh, how companies are going to devise their software offerings and be able to deliver those as software as a service, you know, out in the marketplace. So these are things that we begin to specialize in at BlackRock Engineering and Technology. And then in particular, one of the areas that really opened up significantly uh, for us was working with our federal and government clients uh, as well as our uh, as well as it being a subcontractor with a number of the large um, uh, contractors within uh, aerospace and defense. Uh, so with that our value proposition worked well and that is really providing 
high, very, you know, very deep and high level expertise, high level and deep expertise within things like industrial control system, security for those industrial control systems, and then also how that also goes to things like weapon systems and stuff too, as we look at uh, areas within our federal government space. So these are areas that we expanded into. It created some very uh, neat and unique business cases that we could solve. Uh, and that's what our team has been concentrating on over the last, uh, really for the, for the last 10 years. And then when we look at the next horizon here, whether it be uh, cloud computing or the uh, setting up of digital environments as far as being able to leverage the data and stuff that's there across you know, many different platforms and use that data multiple times uh, to whatever you know, value or so that companies want, that requires a new level of security and a different way of thinking. Before it was, the thinking was, look, let's put up this wall so nobody can get through it. Now it's, no, remove the wall. We still want to be able to use everything that's there, all the data that's there, all the information that's there, right? We want to be able to, 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 to really leverage that data, use machine learning as well as AI in order to use that data to create insights and stuff too for businesses to find different ways to make money, right? And so with that, it is. It's a new abstraction of security that we had to begin thinking about. And that's where BlackRock is really making its... Um, making its footprint is how do you secure an environment that needs to be open, right? That's a key there, right? How do you secure an environment that needs to be open? How do you put in the capabilities in order to do that? How do you administer, right, an environment like that, both physically as well as uh, electronically, as well as provide a high level of services that are going to also be um, resilient, you know, against attack, uh, against accidents, against uh, supply chain shortages and stuff too, uh, against geopolitical type issues and stuff too, depending on where you're hosting that or who you're hosting it for, and to be able to comply with the number of regulatory and compliance uh, areas that are there. The global regulatory and compliance environment is ever increasing, and it's going to increase more because people want their information to be protected. Companies want that data to be protected but they also want to be able to share that data and sell it. So unique business cases for us to be able to solve, to jump right in and solve, and uh, that is where BlackRock is, uh, where, where our business and stuff is, is, is going. That's what we're directed at, and that's what we'd excel at. So this podcast is also uh, going to go ahead and cover some of the areas that are very important in the industry regarding the people, the resource piece, right? The resources is this. I would never hire me to be a systems administrator now. I may have started out as a systems administrator, but I wouldn't hire me to be a systems administrator. If you say today, use the latest in techniques to walk down this attack and get to what the root cause analysis is, well, I've been more so consulting at the executive level for years. So no, I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to do that efficiently. Right? That's not where I've... You know, uh, that's not where I put myself. However, when you work and you look at the professionals that are working in this industry, when you're hiring, one of the things that you want to see is that they not only just work and do the job and got the certification, but one of the things I ask is, do you play, right? Do you actually like to play? Do you actually like to compete in things like capture the flags? Do you like to go out and collect bug bounties, right? Do you enjoy that type of cybersecurity practice, right? And those are the folks that you're looking for. Do they enjoy it? Are they ate up with it? Are they a person that likes to actually sit at home 
on their off time and do the same thing that they love to do for a job? These are questions in our industry that need to be answered when you are looking at who you're going to hire, who is going to be really the cornerstone of your cybersecurity program. And I got news for you. It's not necessarily the chief information security officer. They're an executive. It really comes down to the good professionals that you have at your, at your work. Who are others that they consider to be very good professionals at what they do? And is it something that they enjoy so much that they do it in their free time, regardless if they're getting paid? There's a question for you in the industry. You want that obsession in the people that protect your enterprise. Well, that's all for today's episode of The Lojo Show. Look, The Lojo Show, we really are here again. While I am a person that knows a lot about cybersecurity, there is no monopoly on good ideas. We do want to hear a vast area of perspectives. We even want to also have the opportunity to debate some of the key areas in cybersecurity. So if you're listening to this and you're saying, you know what, I know more about cybersecurity than Lowerture Jones does, great. I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to have you on this podcast. I'd like to go through some of the industry questions and stuff that are there. Your perspective may be unique where people hear it and they go, aha. So if you want to give people that aha moment, please check the show notes. You can contact us at blackengetech.com and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Have a great week.